If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're going to be talking about the art of surrender and, and how surrender requires courage. And surrender is one of those words that seems to have a, a bit of a negative connotation in our society. It's usually associated with losing. So you think about the white flag of surrender during a battle or uh, if you're wrestling with, uh, with friends or whatever, if you're a kid, you know, saying uncle means that you're a loser. And uh, surrender is much more than that. Uh, surrender is a powerful action that does require a lot of courage. And what I'm talking about when I say the word surrender, I'm not talking about the surrender of one side to another or surrendering or giving up on your dreams or your personal power or just even just giving up on life. What I'm talking about when I say surrender is the surrender of ourselves. It's our feelings, our expectations, and the situation that we may be in at a given point in time to a higher power. Uh, to the flow of life, or whatever it is that you want to call it. Surrender in this case is when we stop struggling for a certain type of outcome or a result. It's when we stop trying to control a situation or a person, and we instead, as I mentioned before, fully surrender to that higher power. When you do and can surrender yourself to the moment, you actually give yourself a really great gift. Through surrender, you release yourself of the fears, the what-ifs, the should-haves, the anger of what was or what could be in the future, and instead, you allow yourself to focus on just one moment in time, and that's the moment that you have right now. 
When you consciously surrender to the moment, you open yourself up to opportunities, to solutions, to connections. You open yourself up to acceptance about what is right, what is right now, right? What is it that is in front of me right now? What, what am I facing? And you do so in a manner that you've released the fears, you've released the expectations, you've released this idea of control and can actually see more clearly. Now you may not like what's, what is in your life right now, what's in front of you, what you're dealing with, but when you accept what's in front of you and what you're dealing with, when you surrender to this is what it is right now, then you actually create the space to change. And you're doing so from a place of greater awareness and greater connection. And we're going to talk a lot about that today during the call. But let me give a simple example. I have a friend who is going through a, a really rough time. Uh, he's been having some long-term health issues related to an extremely rare disorder. And this, this disorder at this point doesn't have a clear-cut treatment plan. And it's one of those disorders that has not yet fully been accepted within the United States by our medical community here, although over in Europe, it is becoming more and more accepted as a disorder. So not only is it a rare disorder, but it's a relatively new disorder. Unfortunately, because it's a disorder that's not well known, a lot of people think that his disorder is all in his head. They think that he is making it up. And this obviously causes him quite a bit of angst and frustration. I was talking with him the other day and he was complaining to me because he doesn't feel that his family members are acting the way they should because of his disorder. His disorder requires uh, people to to change how they act and, and how they behave around him, uh, sp specifically related to cell phone usage and Wi-Fi usage because the frequencies admitted by by these things cause problems. So he was saying to me that his family members are, are thinking that it's all in his head and that they are unwilling to turn off the Wi-Fi router when he visits and um, don't believe that he is actually sick at all. And this has been going on for over a year. Uh, it's actually been going on for a couple of years. And during this entire time, my friend has been in emotional pain because of it. Uh, he's been in emotional pain, not only from the disorder, but because he doesn't feel supported by his family members. So I asked him while we were talking on the phone, I said, do you think your family members are going to change? And he said, no. So I, I said to him, if you don't think they're going to change, and this behavior has been going on for a couple of years now, the only thing you can do, the only thing that's really left for you to do is release and surrender your expectations of them. Every time that you expect your, them to change, with every interaction, with every conversation, every time you expect them to change, it's only causing you more pain and causing more strain and tension to a relationship that is already tense because of the last two years. So this idea of surrendering to the re re reality of today 
can then allow you to remove the pain that you're feeling because of what could be. And that's a, a key differentiator here. That we, we have these expectations of how people should act or respond to us, as an example, such as my friend here with this rare disorder. We have these expectations. And when they don't happen that way, we hurt ourselves, we get frustrated, we start to build up a story in our minds about how this situation is, is so bad and how these people are so horrible to us because they aren't acting the way we want them to act. And it's, I don't want to say it's all in our heads, but the emotions and the feelings and the resentment that we're building up are in fact built up by our minds because of the expectations we have of another person in this example. And when we release those expectations, when we say, well, okay, I've done my very best. I've told my friends and family that this is what I need and they are not willing or are unable to honor what I need then you release the pain that you have. You've surrendered to this is how it is. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to allow people to put you in a situation that's unhealthy or harmful, but what it means is you're seeing clearly how the situation is. So for my friend with this, with this disorder, he now can see clearly that he will need to get the support that he wants to have to help him through this difficult time outside of his family. So you can see how by letting go of those expectations that somebody behave in a certain way, it can create more peace in your life. It can create more tranquility. You can go forward and say, okay, I know I can't get it here. I need to find it somewhere else. Or maybe I just need to find it within myself, depending on what the situation is. So today we're going to talk about the art of surrender how to surrender so that you can bring peace, openness, and creativity into your life and whatever situation it is that you are working with at this time. If you have any thoughts or questions, give me a call. The number here is 866-451-1451. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about sur surrender and how it relates to control. Stay tuned. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. 
For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapula strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about the art of surrender. And we have a caller on the phone. Cindy has joined us. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. I love every time you call in, Cindy. I do. How are you doing? I love this show. I'm well, and I love you, and I love this show, and I love the topics. Um, the topic today, we're just a few minutes into the hour, and I am, I am um, just uh, so profoundly affected with the topic because it's one of those times in life that it's exactly what I needed to hear, what I do need to hear for the last few weeks specifically. Um, surrendering to difficulties and surrendering to expectations that we have of how other people should be in our lives uh, is, for me, a never-ending uh, ritual. It, it, I, I think I've conquered some spiritual mountains at different junctures in my in my life, and then sure enough, I still have more to climb. And so, this topic today um, is I'm I'm almost speechless. Not often, because you know I'm usually not, but <laughs> I'm almost. Almost speechless. So thank you for being in sync. I, I would probably guess you're that your other listeners don't, or your other listeners are, are very similar to maybe going through what I may be going through. And if they're not, it's a good shot in the arm to be reminded. Um, the greatest way to get our feelings hurt, my feelings hurt, is to have expectations of how others should be, whether that's yeah. at work or whether that's in our personal life. And um, personal life has a whole other side of the heart, uh, dealing with uh, coworkers and people in, in, in business and professional arrangements. Your heart certainly may not be involved, but your ego and your, uh, you know, a lot of that is. And when there is not an environment that you feel like your expectations are being met, well, then it's just a recipe for chaos. So this it is, is a great shot in the arm for me today. Great. Oh. Just great. Uh- I am so glad it is resonating with you. And, you know, I think it's something to your point that we all wrestle with throughout our life. We we may know, okay, I can't have these expectations, but when our heart is involved or when our ego is involved, that can be overwhelming. And the, the pain, the pain that we feel or the, the lack of self-esteem when our ego is involved that, that we may feel can override this, I'm going to call it simple, although it's not that simple to put into effect, this simple concept of the only thing that we can control is how we respond. We, uh, the expectations that we have for others or another situation are completely out of our control. 
Absolutely. I've heard it said that somebody's opinion of me is none of my business. And that is um, yes. And I, you may have at, at different times have heard that too. We may have even talked about that. That it's and it's a very strong one because when somebody or a situation takes residence up in our own head over a weekend when you're not even with that person because or with that situation because it may be happening at work for example or happening with a friend that you don't see often but they're in your head um yeah you know it's the toxicity of that that you know are you in their head probably not right probably right. not but right they're they're in ours or in mine and uh so much like exercise physical exercise um and eating well the spiritual path and growth that you are availing to all of the listeners that you have is the ongoing one, the third trifecta that so often I'll speak for myself that, and you know me pretty well, you know, and I'm kind of mm -hmm. a good student and I try to think I'm on you the path amazing. and then I still yes. am not, I'm still not, you know, because, um, so, so this kind of topic and this kind of availability in the show uh, is it's like that exercise program or that good nutrition plan. It's the third part of the wheel and uh, it's yeah. for me so needed and I'm sure so needed for the people that listen to um, it's and this topic today. I'm, I'm just waving the flag, sister. I'm saying, okay, I surrender. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the topic. <laughs> could not, could not have come in a more wonderful time. Uh, you are I'm taking welcome. it as a sign and I'm taking it as a huge sign because I have been in my own head struggling with some things thinking, okay, I cognitively know what I need to do. How can I not cognitively get there? And then enters the coach, enters the shaman, enters the guide, <laughs> uh, enter the topic today. And, uh, you know, perfect timing, my friend, perfect timing. Uh, well, I'm glad it, I, like I said, I'm glad it's resonating and, Again, don't beat yourself up if if you get off path. It, like you like you said, it's like a diet or or an exercise program. Some days we need to have the chocolate cake, and some days we need to sit on the couch and binge watch something on Netflix. <laughs> and it's just a matter of then saying, okay, I've done that. I've learned from it. Maybe my stomach doesn't feel that great, or my head is spinning after twenty hours of whatever, and and then you get back on the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. we're the, here, the, we're here the to learn to grow. For me, yes, exactly. And the reminder for me that somebody's opinion of me is none of my business. And exactly. None of us, I wasn't raised that way. Very few of us were, were not raised that way. You know, I, speaking for myself, what other people thought of me, you know, you have to be a good girl and you have to, people should like you and all of these kinds of things. And there couldn't be anything more toxic and detrimental. Uh, yeah. to, to learn that that's what life is supposed to be because you spend your life exactly. in either having the expectations and then getting let down um, or being, uh, you know, a codependent complacent and yeah. everyone comes before you. And so yeah. um, there's such freedom, it's, it's such freedom. And I remember what that feels like. So I'm getting, I'm going to do my best to work back to that. And this topic yeah. today, certainly, and you and the words that you share, are, um, and I say very humbly to the humble side of you, so important and so wonderful and so needed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, you bring up a really good point because expectations go two ways, right? And neither, neither of them are really 
beneficial or helpful. One is the expectation that we have of others. I want this person to respond a certain way, or I want them to do this certain thing, or even, yeah, we can all be guilty of this. I want them to vacuum the floor the way I would vacuum the floor or wash the dishes, right? Yeah. There's, there's the expectation of others, but then there's the expectations that others put on us. And you mentioned, oh, you have to be the good girl. You have to be this. You have to be that. And that becomes a weight that we carry as we go through life with this voice of other people telling us how we should be. And and while there's, you know, there's usually some, you know, there might be a, a nugget of truth. I mean, if you think about like the golden rule, do unto others as you would do unto you or love one another um, you know, there's there's beauty in that, but how mm-hmm. you love or how you do unto others is an individual thing. And these expectations of how we're to behave or how we're to act or what we're supposed to do can put too much pressure on us and help, uh, you know, guide, move us away from who we are. So, Cindy, Indeed. thank Indeed. you for calling in. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. Um If you have any questions or comments, call in at 866-451-1451. When we come back, we'll continue talking about the art of surrender. Stay tuned. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of Essential Liquid Nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take Essential products today and start to measure the difference. We're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about the art of surrender. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to give a call at 866-451-1451. One of the things we were talking about uh, 
at the beginning of the show was this idea of control and uh, surrender is the opposite of control. When, when we go through life, often we try to control everything that's going on in our life. And we, we've somehow convinced ourselves that we can control our life and specifically what happens in our life. We may spend an incredible amount of time trying to plan for every contingency. We, we can get worried or get stressed out if our plan doesn't go exactly as we had hoped it would. Uh, we could even go out of our own way to force and make things happen the way we want them to. And I don't know about you, but I know there's been times in my life where I've spent time worrying about something that never even happened. Um, I, I know someone who does this quite often, actually. She'll spend an incredible amount of time worrying about whatever it is, a potential snowstorm, a, a date that might go wrong, maybe a problem at work that isn't even on the radar screen as an actual problem. And she'll agonize over this thing, whatever it is, thinking through all the things she could do or say. She'll come up with a variety of scenarios and figure out just what she would do or what she'd need to have. Uh, and it goes well beyond simple planning and, and a just-in-case scenario to an almost all-consuming focus. She'll work herself up over whatever it is that might happen, this thing that might happen. And then, after all of that, 99% of the time, the thing never happens in the first place. The snowstorm might blow out to sea. The date ends up being a fun date. She has a good time. Um, everything is fine at work. And and as a result, she's wasted hours or days on something that's not even an issue. Here's the thing about control, and it, it's a tough thing to, to really swallow, but control is just an illusion. We really have virtually no control over anything in our lives except for how we respond to situations in our lives. We can choose how we respond. Do we respond out of anger, out of love? Do we respond rationally or irrationally? Whatever it is, we can choose how we respond, but everything else is an illusion. We can't control anything. Uh, control is, is, is something that our mind has come up with so that we can try to shut down fear. So the mind says, if I just do this, this, and that, then this thing that I'm afraid of, whatever it is, fill in the blank. It could be loneliness, sickness, homelessness, poverty, being a victim of a crime, whatever. Whatever that thing is, then this thing won't happen to me because I'm doing this, 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 and I'm focusing on this, this, and this. So therefore, it can't possibly happen. Now, while we can't control everything, we can take steps to mitigate whatever fear it is that we're trying to avoid. So we can cultivate relationships, we can eat healthy foods, we can exercise, we can save our money, we can put sturdy locks on our doors. These are all great healthy steps to take and they're very positive. It's when it shifts to trying to control things and it becoming more of a focus or an obsession that is extremely unhealthy. Um, what control does is it closes us off. We become so hyper-focused on whatever it is we're trying to prevent from happening or trying to create uh, that we can completely miss out on other opportunities. When we are in a controlling type of mindset, we are stressed and anxious. And we know, we know the, the ill effects of stress, right? It's tension, it's sleeplessness, it's increased blood pressure, it's headaches, heart problems, we eat badly, maybe we don't exercise anymore. All of these things happen because we're trying to control something that is out of our 
Control also keeps us squarely in the past or in the future and out of the present moment that we're in. We're, we're busy. We're spending time scanning the environment for all of the what ifs that we might need to address in the future, right? For this thing that has not. Or we're spending a lot of time in the past thinking of all the should haves and would haves and could have moments that led to the situation uh, that we're in right now and thinking what we need or should have done to modify to prevent the situation from coming. So control is not helpful for us. Again, we can take steps, but not helpful at all. When we give up our control, when we say, I am not going to control this situation, I'm not going to have the expectations of others, I'm not going to try to plan for every single possible contingency in case there's a snowstorm, for example, when we give that up and we surrender and say, I am turning this over, I, I am no longer going to have the expectations, etc. What we're basically saying then is, one, I know I am strong enough to handle whatever comes my way. And if we think about our lives and we think about our past experiences, we have proof of that. We've all been in situations that are similar to a situation that we're in today. It's rare that we are in a completely new situation. And even if we are in a completely new situation, we have a history of being strong in the past, of working through a situation, of succeeding and persevering and coming out on the other side, a, a stronger, better, wiser, more connected type of person. We're also saying I know and I trust that the universe or God or Allah or Buddha or a higher force, whatever you want to name that supreme being has a plan for me that I could never conceive of fully on my own. And I am open to receiving that plan. Again, when we control, we only see one narrow plan, but there's a hundred different ways, if not more, to move forward in a situation. And when we open ourselves up and say, you know what, there's more than one way to skin this cat. And I'm going to trust that the universe will prevent and present these different ways that I can do it to me. We're now surrendering. When we give up our control and we surrender, we also are saying, I know that I'm taken care of and that I have options. We are saying I'm releasing or at least trying to release this fear that is holding me back from enjoying the present moment. We are empowering ourselves when we give up to surrender, when we open up to surrender, when we release control. But surrender can be hard. And I found that it helps to ask yourself, what is the absolute worst that can happen? And then look objectively at your answer to see how realistic your answer is. When we come back from break, I'm going to give you a recent example from my life. It's a kind of a funny one. Um, so stay tuned and call in if you have any questions. 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Leip is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. 
An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about the art of surrender. And just before we went on to the break, I was talking about how it can be difficult and challenging to surrender to the moment. And I was saying that one thing that helps is to ask yourself, what's the absolute worst thing that could happen? And I want to share a recent example from my life. Uh, as many of you know, I recently built a really beautiful home in Guatemala. And I call my home down there my spiritual sanctuary, and I split my time between California and Guatemala. I've been down there uh, for a little while at the beginning of this year, settling into the house, taking care of all the things that you need to take care of when you're finishing a house and there's all those little things that need to be done and getting it furnished and really making it feel like a home. And for the most part, everything was going great with the house, love the house. And the only problem I had was with uh, La Bestia. And La Bestia is my 24 year old Toyota pickup truck that I bought last July. Um, La bestia means brute or beast in Spanish. And my friend Pedro had suggested that I buy a pickup truck. He was overseeing the building of the house. And he said, gee, if you get a pickup truck, uh, we can use it to haul the materials to the construction site. So I thought that was a great idea. I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, his son scoped out some options for me uh, based on what I could afford. And then once his son found La Bestia, um, Pedro went and checked it out. And then he took me to see the truck, uh, which was great because, you know, as a, as a, a gringa, in a, in a Latin country, uh, having somebody do the legwork for me and, and get a confirmed price for me is really helpful. So I was very much appreciated. We, uh, we took the truck on a test drive over to Pedro's cousin's mechanic shop. It was pronounced a good solid truck and I bought it and it's been great. It's been great for Pedro. He's driven the truck every day. You know, he drove it every day for six months straight with very few problems. And then I got down there. And as soon as I got down there, it seemed like everything changed around it. La Bestia 
basically challenged me every single day. Sometimes it would start, sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it would go up the hill to my house without any problems at all. And other times, I don't know, it just didn't feel like it, I guess. And it would stall and get stuck and sputter and die halfway up the hill. And I'd have to put it in neutral, slide down the hill, turn around a corner and park it on the side of the road uh, and walk the rest of the way home. Not that it was a far walk, but it just wouldn't go up the hill. And it rattled and it shaked and it wheezed. And half the time it would stall when I'd put it into first to drive. And and I'm used to driving a stick. I, my, my other car, my car here in the States is a stick. I've driven a stick for most of my driving life. Um, I was actually afraid to drive this truck uh, the 30 minutes to the large city nearby. And I certainly didn't want to drive it at night because I was so afraid of it breaking down and leaving me standed, stranded in the middle of nowhere. Now, mind you, it always would start and go and drive up the hill for Pedro, which led me to believe that Pedro, uh, that Pedro, that La Bestia didn't actually like me at all, even though I was the one buying the new, the new tires and replacing the spark plugs and the windshield wipers and doing all of that stuff. Um, but for whatever reason, La Bestia wouldn't go for me. And every time that happened, every time I had a problem with La Bestia, I found myself getting really upset and wondering why I came down to Guatemala in the first place. And I, I actually started to ask myself if I had made a huge mistake moving to Guatemala, building the house down there. And I, it was irrational and I knew it. Um, and I knew that I was trying to control how this vehicle acted and responded, this inanimate object. So I spent some time trying to figure out why it was so upsetting to me. And what I realized was, as I dug deeper and deeper and deeper, was that La Bestia was a trigger for all of my fears around safety and security. How could I feel safe and secure if the pickup truck wouldn't start or go, especially, you know, as a single woman alone in a jungle in a country where they don't, you know, English isn't the native language. I realized that La Bestia was a trigger for me around my most basic needs. And by the lack of control I felt over the pickup truck's functionality, um, it was a microcosm of the stress that I was feeling about all the changes I was going through in my life. So much as I, I started off the segment, I, I stopped and I said, okay, what really is the worst that could happen in this situation where I'm feeling unsafe because the car sometimes works and sometimes doesn't work? So I let it play out in my mind. And of course, worst case scenarios are always the ones where things are really crazy and exaggerated. And that was true in this. So for me, the worst case would it be to have La Bestia stop working on the road between my house and the city. Where, where there's a good grocery stores and everything, late at night, so it's pitch dark. And it's an area where there aren't any people, so I'm all alone. There aren't any streetlights, and walking the rest of the way to my house would be dangerous because it's so dark. And of course, because it's a worst-case scenario, it would be raining, so I wouldn't want to walk because who wants to walk in the rain? And again, worst-case scenario, there would be at least one boa constrictor slithering around, which would really make me not want to walk and just stay in the truck. So again, worst case scenario. And as I let the feelings flow over me, as I mentally experienced this scenario, I started to laugh because I realized how ridiculous it was. Even if La Bestia broke down late at night, the likelihood of there being no people, no streetlights, rain and snakes slithering around was pretty slim. Uh, it's a busy road. There's always somebody on it. 
And as I thought about it, I realized I had solutions to all of those problems. Well, not all of them. I can't do anything about the rain and I can't do anything, you know, about what time of day the truck might break down, but I have friends that I could call who could come and get me. Um, I could and do actually carry a, um, a flashlight now in the truck, just in case I do need to get out at night and the rest of it. I, I just said, you know what, it's out of my hands. And I relaxed, uh, because I knew no matter what I would be fine. I had solutions to the problems. I didn't need to worry about it anymore. And I trusted again that I was exactly where I needed to be and that I'd been led to Guatemala for a reason and that La Bestia was going to work just fine. And guess what happened? Once I let go of that fear, and it was a fear-based control, once I let go of that fear, La Bestia began starting every time for me. It makes it up the hill without stalling now. He goes to the town and back without any problems. He still rattles and shakes and everything, but he's 24 years old, so what are you going to do about that? Um, and I'm having more and more faith in my life as a result of letting go of that trying to control a situation that was completely out of my, out of my control. We are going to take another quick break. Call in with your thoughts and examples and your questions around surrender. The number here is 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. -E -E and play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and you're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. Today we're talking about the surrender, about surrender and surrender as courage and what it takes to surrender. 
And oftentimes it's only when we've reached the end of our rope, when we've hit yet another roadblock or when we've reached total despair and feel like there's nothing else we could possibly do, that only then do we reach a place of surrender. We, we may not have given up on our dream or what, it's tr- what it is we're trying to accomplish, but we've gotten to the point where we can say to ourselves, okay, or out loud, higher power, I hand this over to you. If this is truly part of my life calling, or if this is truly what it's supposed to be like, then please help make it happen, or please help change how I'm responding to this situation, or whatever is appropriate for what it is that you're dealing with. Most of us, when we've reached that point, we we then can see what happens when we when we turn over a situation or uh, our need to control to a higher power usually new openings and new opportunities start to come in when we're no longer fighting for something to go exactly as we want it to go or no longer fighting to have people uh, respond a way that we want them to respond or to do something the way that we want them to do it opens the door so that we can receive something different and that that something different is usually even better than what we had in mind originally but we have to be open in order to see it and receive it and then act on it. When we release the expectations, we become at peace with the present moment. We actually become fearless. And that present moment then has the opportunity to become even richer for us. Uh, again, I'll share another personal example. Uh, some of you know my dad passed away several years ago. I got a call uh, the day after Thanksgiving from one of my brothers. And he basically said, get out here. Uh, to the Boston area as soon as possible. We don't think he's going to make it through the night. So that flight from San Francisco to Boston was the longest flight of my life. Um, and I've done that flight more times than I can care to count, but for whatever reason, that flight felt like it lasted far longer than any other time I've done that route. Um, Of course, on that flight, my mind was going a mile a minute, and I was going between hoping the plane could get there on time, wondering whether it could go any faster, praying that my father would still be alive when I landed and thinking of all the questions I had for the doctors and how we might be able to help my dad and keep him alive, uh, even if just for a little bit longer. And about four hours into the flight, uh, sitting there, uh, I realized that pretty much everything about this situation was out of my control. I couldn't make the plane go any faster. I couldn't make my dad healthy. And if it was my dad's time, I couldn't stop death from coming. And, and that realization that it was all out of my control actually brought me a great deal of peace. And I handed the entire situation over to a higher power. And I said, I surrender. I, I, I know I can't control this. I surrender. And asked for help. Just help me to get through this, whatever this is, because I don't even know how it's going to unfold. Uh, I landed at 1.30 in the morning, and then I drove the hour plus to the hospital where my dad was. And he was still alive, which was great. And we we visited for a little while uh, until the the nurses kicked me out because uh, we were making too much noise and disturbing some of the other patients. But because I had surrendered to the situation, I was able to truly be with my dad during that time. I had no expectations for him. And really, my my driving response to the situation was to make sure that my dad was as comfortable and cared for as possible. 
knowing even so that some of those things were out of my my control. But that was that was all I was focusing on, making sure he was comfortable. And because I was so open and and present in the moment, I actually had some of the best conversations with my dad that I'd ever had in my life. Uh, often I'd spend the entire night at the hospital and eventually the hospice that, that he got moved to. And we would stay up all night and talk uh, when he was in the hospital. By this point, they'd given up. They'd moved him to a private room because they knew that my dad was going to talk. So we could do that. We could stay up all night and talk. Um, I was fully present with him. And we talked about his life, his memories, our shared memories. I'm the firstborn in the family. Uh, so our shared memories. We talked about the future, his future, and what he wanted for the rest of the time that he had left, which was less, well, just about a month, and what I wanted for my future. And I think for the first time, really, we truly listened and heard one another. Uh, we laughed over silly things. Uh, we, we planned his funeral together down to every last song and who he wanted to be his pallbearers and who to do readings and things like that. Uh, he shared what he wanted before he passed away. And that by being open, by having that conversation, I was then able to take action because surrender doesn't necessarily mean that you don't take action, right? It means that you're open to the different ideas coming in. And once the idea came in and my dad said what he needed, I then was able to take the action so that I, I could help him and my brothers and I could help him have these things that he wanted for the end of his life. The most important thing of this whole part of my life, this situation where my dad was dying, was that I was fully there and present. I had released the worry and the stress of the situation. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Of course, there were times when I was sad um, and my mind would go ahead thinking, gee, what if, you know, still hope, hope springs eternal. What if he does die? But I consciously brought myself back to the present moment. And those feelings of sadness, those feelings of worry, those feelings of concern were not overpowering to me because in the right now moment, in that moment right then where it was happening, I was in the hospice room with my dad and we were laughing over something silly that had happened 20 years ago. So the reality was that, you know, while there was nothing that could be done to prolong my dad's death, by me surrendering to that reality, by me surrendering to the truth of the situation, I was able to truly enjoy the last month of his life that he had with him. And I can look back without any regrets and know that that situation, by me being very present and surrendering to the situation, gave me probably one of the greatest gifts and memories that I have of my dad. So that's what surrender can do. Now, what surrender doesn't mean is that you give up on your goals or your needs or you stay in a horrible relationship or in a job that doesn't suit you. That That's not surrender. That's, uh, I don't know what that is. That's despair or just giving up on life as opposed to surrendering to a higher power or our own internal wisdom. When we come back from our break, we will we will talk more about the state of mind that surrender creates for ourselves and how to cultivate surrender in your life. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a few minutes. 
Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about the art of surrender and what that means in your life. And before the break, I was talking about, you know, what surrender doesn't mean, but what does it mean? When we surrender, we actually create a new state of mind for ourselves that allows us to see clearly. We're not surrendering our personal power. Um, our personal power stays intact and actually can grow. Um, we have the ability to say no. We can leave the job or the relationship that's not working for us. We can still stay committed to our dreams. But when we surrender, we're taking actions from a place of stillness, clarity, and presence. We're, we're living in the now. We're present in the moment. The past doesn't matter. It's gone. It cannot be changed. It is what it is. The future hasn't arrived, so that's an unknown. And instead, we focus on the present and we fully engage in what is and then go from there. We can release our expectations, our judgments, and our negativity. When we are with what is, we accept what is. We don't cover it with judgments. We don't cover it with expectations. Um, we empower ourselves. And from that place of empowerment, we decide, we can decide if we want to, to make some changes, but we also accept what is in the moment. And that removes a lot of stress from our lives. By doing this, we minimize or even release completely our ego. Our ego thrives in drama. It likes to feel as if it's doing something important. Usually the ego will bring a, ego will bring a whole host of defense mechanisms and unconscious responses to situations. When we're present and accepting what is, even if we don't like it, but we're accepting this is what is going on in my life right in this moment, there is no role for the ego. 
which means that we have the ability to consciously choose a different response or approach. We also connect more deeply with our higher self. So our higher self is that little voice that whispers to us. And usually the ego's screaming, so it can be difficult to hear our higher self. But without the ego, ego going and screaming, we can hear our higher self and the wisdom and guidance that our higher self has for us in the situation that we're in. And that allows us to see other solutions. So how do you surrender? How can you do this? First off, you don't have to wait until you're at the end of your rope. It takes practice, but it can be part of your everyday life. And I recommend you start on, you know, quote, small things that have less of an emotional charge for you. Start off by recognizing when you feel like you're fighting against the current. Maybe you're feeling tense or sad or angry. Uh, maybe a bunch of things are keeping you down and maybe you don't feel any joy that you had for an activity as appropriate. These might be signs that you're trying to control something. Ask yourself what you're afraid of, similar to how I did with La Bestia, and really dig in deep here. Um, go deeper and deeper until you feel you've reached the end of that fear. And then once you've defined the fear, spend some time with it. What's the worst that could happen? Feel it, experience, and then step back and look at your worst case scenario with an open objective mind. And even with some humor, if that makes sense. Ask yourself if there's anything productive you could do to minimize your worst case scenario. So in my example, I now keep a flashlight in La Bestia. What can you do? And once you've done that, Release, because there's nothing else for you to do. You can surrender everything else to the higher power. Walk away from it, asking the higher power to guide you as you need to be guided. And remind yourself how you've overcome similar situations in the past. Each of these steps is a way that you can overcome uh, your fears and your need to control and really surrender and do so courageously and consciously. I want to thank you for listening today. And if you had any questions and you weren't able to join uh, live or you weren't able to call in with your question, feel free to give me an email at admin at spiritevolution.co. And while you're there, check out a couple of offerings that I have on my site. I have a great online course that helps people walk through the six steps of living authentically. And I have a really exciting uh, retreat coming up in the middle of July in Guatemala, where we'll work through the six steps and tie it to ancient civilizations and ceremony. So thanks again for listening and join me again next week, where we'll continue to explore what courageously authentic living is. Have a great day. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day -day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.